okay, I have to make this work. You know, I seen how it was growing up, watching my parents work their asses off. I need to be there. You know, that's my number one. And I can verify that Brenda has the coolest parents ever. Her mom and her dad, they're the coolest. Her dad, like her dad like balled out in Wendover. Your dad's like one of the your dad's like one of the coolest people ever. Everyone thought your dad was so cool. Yeah. Speaking of families, Elizabeth's here and Elizabeth's mom's here with us in the studio. Do you want to, I want your mom to come over and say hi to us behind me. Can your mom come over? Que venga para acá, que diga hola la cámara. My mom doesn't speak English. I have to try to features on the okay. website and what's your mom's name? Uh, Gloria. Gloria. Uh, the, see, see, okay. Just, okay. Just, okay. Just, just Gloria. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is my mother. Her name is Gloria. Uh, she is an amazing woman. She's very strong. She had a very difficult childhood. It is because of her that we came to this country. She's the one that pioneered into the States and she was left at the border. And so she, she uh, somebody told her like, yeah, you can come and they left her at the border with no money, no money to go back and move forward, but she decided to still come to the States. So my nice. mom herself yeah. is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I can see her from there. Right, I, have, yes. I have it very well. Yeah, I can see her from there. Yes. Alright, so we're we are we are excited that we get to have like the bonus feature of Elizabeth's mama here. So now Elizabeth, back to uh, back to you. Um what is your you, you um what's your biggest challenge as a, a successful small businesswoman owner? I think for me the biggest challenge is right now, one of my challenges is I'm trying to get a personal assistant and to myself it's, it's a little bit difficult because I, in a way I have a hard time training someone just because I'm always on the go and so that, that has been a little bit of a challenge because there's certain things that I'm still doing that I don't want to do mm -hmm. and so I'm trying to work on the systems of my business like how to make things grow but the reality is um, as crazy as it sounds and for as much as I do, it seems to me that I'm not doing as much, right? So I still have plenty of time, I still have the balance. Obviously, I don't have a family, I don't have children, so I don't have to share my time with, you know, like, per se, other people that have children that have to be more involved otherwise. But I think, I think it's a lot about delegation as well. So because I have certain people helping me that they may not be my employees, but they still get things done for me. It allows me to do more. So I have a person running CMAs. I have another guy doing construction. I have another guy doing another house. So you know, and then I try to make everything as efficient as possible, where it's like it gets paid automatically, things like that. But to me, I guess my biggest challenge at the moment is trying to hire the right assistant. And how do I go about it? And like, do I go? I mean, it's 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 crazy, right? Like, yeah. uh, because she has to have a lot of knowledge, but also she would have to do like she kind of has to be mean away, and like she has to do a lot of stuff. And I like people to be very efficient, and responsive. So, other than that, my other challenge is because I'm growing so fast. Uh, I want to sometimes buy stuff, but because of my status, uh, as we talked about before, my immigration status, banks uh, are not very, uh, not, I wouldn't say, they're, they're not very lenient at lending me money. So right now I'm trying to get more money because I, I have access to cheaper property. Um, I've been in property management since 2009. So um, now I see a good property I want to buy, but oh my gosh, it has to be with all my money. So do I put my money in that one property or do I move my money and flip with it? And so at, at this point, I'm literally using all of my money 
to buy everything I have. And, and obviously there's so, so many things, but I would really like to find a bank that can say, hey, based on your portfolio, we're going to lend you money so that you can grow your business. But because I, my status here is a little bit challenging, and that's one of the things where I'm like, man, I wish I had more money. <laughs> but uh, but it's been doing good. It's it's been it's been well. It's just that there's certain things that you you hope that you can get yeah. you know buy yeah. very quickly. But that's the I guess that's my main challenge. Other that I truly feel that I'm very disciplined. So if it's a personal phone call, it waits until the evening. Uh, obviously, if it's my family it comes, you know, before my job, but. If somebody's calling me for anything, I have them scheduled. If it's the less important it is, I try to like send it different ways, right? So if it's very important, it comes to my personal phone, which is also my work phone. Yeah. But if it's not important, it goes to my Facebook. It goes to other social medias that I go to whenever I have time, you know? And I try to keep uh, up to date with those as well. But it, it's kind of like all these things have to come together it's like a collaboration. To have a <laughs> people think you know people think like I'm going crazy, I don't have any minute in, in the day. But I do. But I love what I do too. Yeah. And therefore it doesn't seem like I can be doing that I mean I would prefer to do that than to go out for drinks. But I also understand the importance of keeping, you know, like a social balance, life and yeah. all that. But I'm I'm very into like reading a book and all that stuff like fulfills my soul. And that's what it really comes down to for me. That's awesome. So we're gonna get back to the work-life balance here in a second. But like, I think I just got like a new. I in my head, I have a new question, and this is because we have literally the most. This was unintentional to those of you viewing at home. These are all like literally all my friends. They, uh, we, these few, these guests here are all people I know. We do have an ethnically diverse crowd. Um, we have you know we have black, Hispanic. Asian, uh, Italian. Italian, we have everyone here. So what I want to ask is everybody, what is your vision of the American dream? And I'm gonna let our bartenders, uh, our bartender slash co-founder slash the one who's running this whole thing, I'm gonna let her answer first and then I'm gonna turn it around because I wanna say, what is the American dream today in 2018? What's the American dream here in 2017 going into 2018? What is the American dream and do you think it's possible that the average person can fulfill it? So Pamela, everyone's, wait, time out before we do American Dream. Drinks are empty. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, I didn't get a bottle opener, so I can't open that. Oh, 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 because they come prepared <laughs> yeah. um, so that I can finish making drinks. I didn't it's wanna, a group effort. Yes, oh, it's a group <laughs> but I also did not want to just start popping bottles because the last drink is champagne. And so I want to toast our first episode towards the end. So, yeah. so this one, I will go ahead and tell you that this one is called the Melon Mule that I will be making. Ooh. 
And this, the, uh, the ingredients and the directions are on our website. Yes. So, so I can see them on your left. Yes, okay. so, that's right. And so the ingredients consist of a watermelon vodka. Wait, come out. Just say that again. The ingredients. Yeah. Okay, so it consists of a watermelon vodka, a ginger beer, some lime juice, a little bit of. Um, I have a peppermint schnapps, and it's going to, of course, ice. And we're going to shake this up, and we are going to have a good drink. So we can go ahead and get started while I make the drinks now that I've cracked that bottle of okay, ginger beer so open. Sorry. You don't have to rely on some people, you know. It's okay though. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember the ice. I remember the lime. All right. So let's let's do. Let's. Brenda's gonna go. Brenda's gonna go first. Then Brenda, talk to us about what the American Dream in 2018. And do you think it's achievable? How can be achievable? One minute. Mike's yours. Okay, well, to be honest, I feel like one time. <laughs> I feel like y'all and I'm trying to get the mic like first. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, good. So, Sorry. to be honest, I feel like women are running the world. Like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's like, if you start looking at, you know, facts and numbers and everything, like, let's see how many women are graduating from college, universities, Ivy Leagues, you know? And look at, we're making good money, you know? And we're growing, everyone everyone here, we're all growing. We're all making moves. And I haven't heard one time like love being thrown out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the American dream is to be established and successful and I'm not saying like you don't have to be married to do all those things I definitely think you can be I'm just saying like I feel like women are so focused now more than ever and we just want to take that spot so that's, good. that's what I say I mean let's be real <laughs> well oh, uh, I'm gonna turn yeah. this over to our now I'm gonna turn this over to our uh, bartender to talk about the American dream while I go find a knife <laughs> I know I'm a fucktard. Oh my god, I think that helped I Wait, no, no, Girl, you got, 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 got
and Harry, look, you you know now that you can find good people, because my goodness, this yeah. is, that's so random to, for somebody to break out a knife. I have a feeling that when Pamela becomes president in 2024, I like that we're associating good people with having a knife, though. I have to say that. <laughs> she goes, you know you're good people if someone has a knife. So. For, for happy hour purposes and <laughs> yes, cutting exactly. arms, yes, it's like But for every scenario, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's go back to the American dream. I was on that. I'm going to dreaming of these back But wait, wait, wait. First of all, I do want to say that when Pamela becomes president in 2024, whatever the next... Wait, yeah. If America still exists in 2024 and Pamela becomes president, <laughs> our first woman president, that she has her cabinet here. I mean, uh, we have a secretary. Brenda's going to be the secretary of defense. And we're going to have the interracial political party. We are true. We'll be the interracial political party. I've already discussed this with my friends from Sudan, Somalia, all so over. We're going to we'll have everyone involved. So. Well, I mean, she does have the quality staff. We are probably more efficient than Trump's cabinet right now. Look, we got something done. We could, like imagine if imagine if like this is us being in charge of making drinks. Can you imagine if we were in charge of like passing legislation? Yes. We would crush it. <laughs> we would have happy hour in between all our debates. Yes. Like, girl, you made a good oh yeah, that was good. Let's go ahead and take a shot to that. <laughs> oh Either that or I concur. Oh my gosh. I concur. Yeah. I think it's yay, nay, I concur. All right, so Elizabeth, bring back to you. What's your uh, vision of the? What is? What do you think the American dream is? And do you think it's achievable in 2018? And if so, how? I actually take uh, this. Uh, Time out. Time out. Don't, don't need to lean into it. Just, just yeah, sit where you're because you're going to be too right, good. I think uh, this is a topic that's very dear to my heart, just because I I I feel that. The American dream is something that all oh, most of the immigrant people and you know are trying to accomplish here in the states. Uh, I think we we generally live in the best uh, place in the entire world, and I say that. I mean, I'm from Mexico, and our countries need better leaders back back home. And so, some immigrants sometimes we come and complain like, oh, the law or whatever here is difficult. But the reality is. We live so much better than we ever would in any other place on earth, pretty much. And so, is the uh, the dream accomplished? I mean, can you accomplish the American dream? Absolutely, you can. If you heard my story, obviously, I came with nothing, and today, you know, I, I consider myself, you know, on my way to being very successful. Because I feel like you can never, you never stop growing and learning. Can people accomplish? Absolutely, they can. But they have to have the right mindset, and they have to. A lot of people, um, they, I would say, they stop themselves from accomplishing their dreams themselves. Like they have excuses rather than action, and I think that's where a lot of people don't um, don't uh, make their dreams a reality. And so I think at, at the end of the day, can people accomplish, can average people, I mean, I was making $6 an hour, you know, when I first uh, came to the United States, I didn't speak any English, I couldn't go to college, uh, become a doctor, do any education because of that, but I never give up. You know what, today, I was visiting one of my clinic clients who's extremely successful, they're multimillionaires, and I remember going to their house many years ago, when I first started my cleaning company, 14 years ago, and say, oh my gosh, I hope one day I can have, I can have a house like this. 
Today, I'm actually able to buy that house if I wanted to. I choose not to because my goals are different for right now. But it was just like knowing that before, all the things that I ever dream of or wanted to are becoming real and only in this in this country not other place on the planet maybe I will still be able to succeed because it's in us right it's it's us that make it that wake up every day that go to work that make things happen that the sacrifices behind that people don't see people see what you have what you have accomplished but they don't see the, the sacrifices that come with it and that's where a lot of people don't make it because a lot of people think it's easy so when they do want to try, I have a lot of people say, I want to flip, I want to do investing, you know, but they don't want to put the effort, they don't want to put the work. Once they know what I have to do sometimes, even for my own rental properties, if the painter's not showing up and I already signed a contract and the, the property's due tomorrow, You're I'm painting there until one in the morning without properties done. I come home extremely exhausted. You know, when your phone rang all day long and you have to like answer to everyone, you know, and then you come home and you're like, okay, no, 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 like, don't call me. But, but yeah, you still have things to do. There's sacrifices. Can it be done? Absolutely. Obviously, not one day to another, but if you have a goal and you have a plan and you're very persistent, be persistent. Don't give up on your dreams. And yes, for sure, you can accomplish anything. And, and I mean it, anything you want. And so that's, I guess, that's my version of the American dream. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take cheers now with. Uh, oh, I'm just, just thinking. All right, uh, Pamela, I'm trying to tell us about oh. the drinks and the American dream. Yeah, there you go. Tell us about. Yeah, yeah, I told you about the drinks already. All right, well then tell us. Yeah, tell us oh about the American. You've had too many <laughs> already. You know, one. One. You know, I also I would just say about the American dream. I think we are moving more and more away from having the American dream. I think technology is allowing us to exceed what we used to think was the American dream. Because there are so many things that technology is affording us the, the ability to do that makes the American dream now, it's just like, if, if you can't make something more of a reality, then you, you're dreaming wrong. Right. <laughs> At this point, I mean, it's just my opinion. I mean, whether, you know, I've been a, U, a U.S. citizen my entire life, and so I'm seeing more and more immigrant people, you know, able to come here and make it more than the U.S. citizens. And I think that we just, they strive differently than us because of yeah, where right. they come yeah. from. And I've traveled all over the world so I can see where it's sometimes where I feel like, oh my God, they, they live really nice, it's very relaxing. But because I'm not a citizen from that country, I don't really know what the struggle is. I just know that I'm working very hard all the damn time, <laughs> all the damn time, just to maintain that quote unquote American dream. And so, now we're just in a place where let's let's really make a lot of these dreams more of a reality for U.S. citizens and for you know un, you know un, you know unnaturalized citizens as well. Awesome. Okay, Melissa, who has also been a U.S. citizen her whole life long, and everything's <laughs> over here. Melissa's going to tell oh us. Oh my about God, that is very strong. I tried to warn you, girl. <laughs> it tastes I, good though, but I mean, I'm a crown girl, even that was like. Oh, okay. Okay. Kind of like girl. Well, we're doing better. holiday yeah. <laughs> Well, these are holiday drinks because it is yeah. the holidays. It's making so. me warm, that's for sure. <laughs> I think it's the All heat. Very bright. By the way, you can blame it on the heat. It's like freezing here. Yeah, it's it's literally like Oh my god, it's snowy. <laughs> it's like, okay, Melissa, tell us about your uh, what 
you think the American Dream is? Do you think it's achievable to 2018? Um, if so, how? Um, I guess I don't really think there's an American dream, per se. I think it's just life is going to be what you make it. Um, just like with everything, it's what you give, you get. You know, what you put into something, you're going to get out of it. Just like with myself, um, I've been in business for eight years. I could be this huge conglomerate with tons of employees and be doing, you know, who knows what kind of work because I'm not there to oversee it and it's doing something different than what I want to do. And so for me, I like the close knit of having my clients feel like family and I've seen their kids grow and you know, and it's a means to an end at some point, just like with Elizabeth had owned that prior, you know, owned a cleaning business, which moved her to have what's more of a passion for her. And it's what you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. And some people, like, um, they might just be sleeping and not dreaming, you know. And that's why they say, you know, Ooh, some people like achieve more than others because it's what they look into it and what they see. And even with myself, I've had a lot of things where I'm like, hey, things are transitioning. I want to make different moves in my life. What's my next business going to be? And things have been popping up in front of me as opportunity where I'm like, I can't do that. I haven't practiced that. I don't know that. And I had my friend who was also a mentor to me say to me, you don't know what you can do. This opportunity has been thrown in front of you and all you have to do is put forth the effort and work hard for it and it's going to build itself. And you can't deny yourself and that's kind of like we had said prior was, you know, a lot of people just lose their faith in it. They lack the desire. They don't see the next goal. They're looking at the goal and instead of seeing, hey, it's going to take me a long time and steps to get to this goal, they're getting upset and discouraged by not being at the goal already. And so they have a hard time seeing that there's a path to get there. You can't run a mile by not taking 15 steps in the beginning. It takes, each step is taking the time to build. So I think the American dream is whatever you make of it. You know, some people's dream is to be lazy and lax. And some people's dream is, you know, and as sad and silly as that sounds, it's true. Yeah. Some people's dreams don't aspire as big as other people's dreams. Like sure. I said, some people are just sleeping and they're not dreaming. So I think it's what we make it. I'm telling you, I have to use that. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Reading good books. Yeah. Really, we are. We are going to. We, gonna, we, we do. Well, yeah. We make everyone's promo cards. <laughs> we are going to do quotes for them. Um, yeah. Lisa, I don't know if you've seen. I've showed you one of your promo cards. Mm -hmm. You're going to have like four promo. Each oh. each guest for the different inspiration, inspiration, happy hours, and after promo cards with the quotes. Cheers, cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Yes, for me, I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I was born in. Te I. I I was born in Texas, we left when I was six months old, and I didn't move back to the United States. So we left and moved to Canada first, then we came to the United States when I was eight. And my mom, my mom was the one who wanted to come back here so badly, you know, because she's Canadian-American. And I think it was like, it was for me, it was so hard that it was, it, America was supposed to be this big thing, it was supposed to be this big deal. But when I grew up, I grew up in Asia, and um, we had, like, in Asia, they are very, very, hardcore about you have to work hard. You go to school, you, when the teacher comes in the room, when I was a little kid, the teacher comes in the room, you stand up, you bow. You, um, you, it's everything is, they, it's repetitive. You do, you memorize your math, you memorize your math tables, you memorize your, your words, you do this. There's no excuses. And I think that in, in Asia, it's, there's no excuses. And yeah, everyone, they know everyone's not going to be smart, but still, everybody is expected to work very, very hard. You don't have excuses. You're not a victim. And so I think when I came to the U.S., it was nobody really. I don't know. People didn't really care. People just want this easy way out. And I think that's. I'm so glad, kind of, in a way that I wasn't raised in that kind of environment. And maybe, it, and maybe it was being you know, raised in Asia, in that you 
have to work hard. You have to play the system. There's no, there's maybe temporary shortcuts to success, and maybe once in a million times somebody will, you know, have a shortcut to success. I mean, look at the entire Kardashian family. Yeah, we know what happens, okay? You have to call names, what I mean, it does. But most of the time, most of the time you have to, you can get short-term attention, you get short-term success, but if you really want to build up long-term, you have to put in the work. You have to do that. You have to play, you know, you have to play the game. You have to realize how it's done. And it's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be pretty. Uh, and then even after I moved to the U.S., I see girls, you know, I went to high school with, they've, you know, when we were 21, they were like, oh, look at this, I got this, like, Gucci bag, because I, like, you know, I got this welfare check. And there's, you can't do that. You have, if you, that'll be short-term, but what's going to happen, that's not going to be your life. If you want to have a lifetime of success, I need a welfare check or two. Me too. I need a welfare check. Everyone here, I always a welfare check. Christmas is coming up, we can always a welfare check. Yeah, I've been into the system for, like, long enough. Yeah. I think I deserve me. And I think that should be fair. There should be, like, a 40-year-old bonus. Like, when you hit 40, you just get this random bonus of, like, how much you put out into the world. Like, you've strolled for this long, girl. Here's your welfare check. I need some of that. Yeah, exactly. I need some of that right now. They're two years late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't as tolerant like they you know, how old you were. Like you, you can you can say it. It's all. Yeah. She looks like gracious. Yeah. Forty two years old. I'm fine. Right. Just turned forty two November eighth. Exactly. Right. 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 I get cars the shit out of me, so I don't yeah. know, you know. It's like, Melissa, actually, I met Melissa. I met Melissa in this very clubhouse that we're yes. in right now. Because um, my old, my ex-roommate, the, uh, my ex-roommate slash cousin, the, the aspiring rapper. rapper. The aspiring rapper. Salt Lake City's aspiring rapper. Yeah. He, um, he's like, yo, Zoe, he's like, I met this girl, she's kind of cool, me, what's up? And I'm like, okay, Dave. He's like, yeah, he's like, she's she alright? She's like, she's like, boulder, she's like, 24. I'm like, okay, Dave. 24, was I? I was like 30, I think. You were 34. Yeah, okay. Well, he's like, but like, he typically dates girls who are 18. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, he's like, you think she was cool? I was like, okay, Dave. I was like, did you play her, you know, your rap song? Did you play a rap for her? And he's like, did you bust a flow? Did you bust a flow? And he said, and he's like, and he said that he, you know, he said that, you know, he said I'd like you and stuff, but he did. And he said he thought you were older, he thought you were 24. So, and you were 31, those tears. That's great. You're, I don't feel like 30 is old though. I know. I feel like old and 40 is not old either. It's not old. Like the way you make it. Yeah. You make it. It's just what, and it's also how you take care of yourself. I mean, it's about how you feel. What you put in your body, you're going to get out of your body, people. <laughs> okay, I know, I know everyone here is putting liquor in their body. Okay, right now, we're putting liquor in our body. I know. Wait, okay, so I know Brenda is 29. how you really feel about yourself. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, you know, if you are not taking care of yourself mentally mm-hmm. or emotionally, it shows. You can yeah. see the It shows more on the outside than physical. I mean, I don't care what anybody say. If I've lost sleep or I'm just going and going and going, the age starts to show no matter how I'm feeling mm-hmm. because I'm not really resting the way I want to. But as soon as I'm rejuvenated, girl, what are I'm you doing? Are you hibernating? Because yes. you look brand new. What? <laughs> <laughs> you look brand new. You're hibernating, girl. I don't know what's going on. I don't give a shit about that right now. I'll make up nice. Don't worry about it.
doing it. Oh my god. She does look really good. Yeah, she looks damn good. good. Yeah, I mean, like, I hope people are watching this. They are really <laughs> watching us. Yeah, hey, Chandler. Can they see us right now? They No, they can't see us can right now. Can they see her right now? But we will be see this. I mean, and I, this is uncut footage. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter how much it shows. We're not doing a whole lot of cuts and edits because this yeah. is like real life and yeah. here. So it'll post and be some little modifications in there. But yeah. I mean, this is yeah. what it is. Time out. Yeah, time out. Um, I will like, so when I like, when I was telling Elizabeth, when I was like telling her like, okay, move back. Like, like the little things like I'll call them like, like this right now, like when I'm like giving directions, like wait, like, oh yeah. Like, so so that, that, that part that would yeah. be cut at the actual podcast because podcast is, listen, yeah. yeah, this is just bonus feature where you really want to be a part of the the right. You know, yeah, if you want to see the real the action that's actually taking yeah, place, yeah, like for getting you know bottle openers and somebody coming with bottle openers and knives. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> this is where you will have a professional I got all types of shit. <laughs> My boyfriend is paranoid as shit. You look like a baby out of high school, but I'm just saying. Um, so no. I thought we had just said that. I thought we talked before. Maybe I'm out of my mind. You're younger. How old do you guys think I am? I think I actually do know because I think so, Travis like like. If I have to say, given experience, you have to, and I can't go by looks. So if I have to say, given all the yeah, experience and everything kids, else, so you know. Since, yeah, I'm I don't 42. Feel like you're older than me. I look, I'm I'm 40. I'm like, I'm 42. So I'm going to give you what? 36, 37. What? No, she's not that old. 32, right? She's not 32. No, I'm her experience. You're not even basing it off of looks. I said I wasn't basing it off of looks. I was basing it off of experience. Are you 32? I say 20, She looks like she's 18. But I know she has. She's like 25. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no,
Because you were meant to learn from it, and so that's uh, I guess to me it's it's uh, an experience, right? That's what you do. Does it give you like and that excitement and that joy? Like, is, does it come with that? Like, you know, when you're doing something new and it gives you that knot in your stomach, does it excite you? Is it like exciting to you? There are so many stages of, of um, what would you say, of feelings when you're doing something like this. At moments, I feel very nervous, very scared, very like, should I take it? But I have to make decisions quick because this house starts selling fast. Yeah. I cannot stay and think. But then sometimes what happens, I stand up in front of the houses when they're done. And I think of myself, how proud I am that I've accomplished this, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the moment of, of payoff. And it, it's not really because you still got to sell it. Yeah. And right. then when you put it on the market, you're like, is it going to sell? Oh my gosh, is it going to sell? But even that, you can look at what you've done and say like, wow, I've accomplished something. Even if it doesn't sell right when you want or the exact yeah, price that you want, you can look and say, I made this. Like this yeah, is something yeah. you put yourself yeah, into and, and you got out of. And, and the reality is I always tell people like, what other job is going to pay? need to go shopping. I go shopping for a kitchen every time. Yeah. I go shopping for a floor. Like, I go shopping for a carpet. Oh, I like this mirror. I want to put this mirror now. Like I get to create anything I want and people buy it. They like my creation, right? Because yeah. I'm the one picking the floor they're, they're right. actually buying right now. I'm the one picking this thing. I'm picking everything there. I mean, I'm putting everything together for them. I'm beautifying this house. And they, have a good in, a way, style, yeah. in a way, they like what I do, right? They have my style because they like the house the way I did it. And so, and obviously, uh, my, my team comes into place as well. You know, I work with designers, I work with the construction people, I work with, you know, everyone. It, but it the, you're the end of the day, so. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like you put all these people together. And I think that as leaders, you have to understand different styles, different people, different everything so that you can... You, you have to delegate everything and you just have to find the right person for that. It's the and same with cleaning too, yeah. I feel like when you're taking care of someone's home, you look back at the end of the day and you're like, wow, I put everything in its place. They get a walk in, it's perfect, you know? I had a new employee actually that I've been working with and today we were getting done and she was like, it looks great in here. And I was like, that feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, doesn't it feel good to look back and be like, I did that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think for me it's uh, I'm, I'm I might work because I feel like a lot of people 
are afraid of doing it, right? I was too. And people come to me and say, I didn't buy the house because I was very scared. And I said, I was there too. You know, I was there where you are. Today I'm more confident. I can buy anything, like pretty much about anything, you know? If it's, I know the numbers. If it makes sense, I buy it. I can figure it out. But I was before where where I couldn't even touch a house. Like, oh my gosh, I left houses go back like back in 2009, where houses were like sixty thousand dollars. Oh my Because God. I was afraid. Imagine yeah. if I had taken this step, but I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any mentorship. I didn't have anybody to tell me, you know what? This adventure is gonna it's gonna be worth more. And it wasn't until I had to go and I had to learn by myself and and learn. And every opportunity, went. like my friend had said to me, she said these are opportunities in front. Of of you just because you think Absolutely. you don't have the cards right now doesn't mean that the cards aren't going to fall into place. You have to take advantage of every opportunity. The, the reality, that comes. Yeah, the reality is, if, if it's meant for you, it will be. And yeah. you are You're never prepared for anything. Absolutely. You never are. You know, that's what people say. Oh, I want to plan to have kids, and it's like no one plans. Right. Oh, I want to plan to do this. No one plans. Just Even I had a plan for how I wanted my business to go, and it went nothing like that. But it's still going. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Dude, nobody ever has a plan. Nobody knows how they can. But this is awesome that we're all here. Yeah. You were like, you were that girl from trivia. <laughs> Why that random girl from trivia? That random girl from trivia. <laughs> the random girl from trivia. Okay. The random girl from trivia. The random girl from trivia. And I did when I went down to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Like that was the pinnacle of my life. In fact, I hosted trivia in Fayetteville, North. Carolina was gonna be pinnacle. Like, that was it. That was the biggest thing that I would not know that about you. You hosted trivia. I hosted. Oh yeah, hosted trivia. Oh, yes. that was, that was like yeah, the running, the running uh, joke. That was, oh, the, you know, that that was, was a running joke during our doctoral program. That random girl from trivia. Because oh, I was so, I was, I was always really shy. And then um, when I was in Fave, I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina, like early 2012, and I didn't have a job. I was I, no, sorry, 2011. I was I didn't have a job. I was didn't know what to do. And I, I saw a thing on Craigslist. Uh, I was looking at Craigslist for anything. Craigslist again, eh? That was There's something with her on Craigslist. Yeah. 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 What else do you do on Craigslist, Zoe? <laughs> I was the truth. She does trivia, apparently. I sometimes sell. I sometimes sell used electronics. She gets very specific. I um I went on Craigslist because I, I just I was this hard time finding a job in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So, you know I did I was almost to my master's degree and I didn't want to just I didn't want to just I don't know go work at a gas station clerk because that's all you knew in Fayetteville, North Carolina, or maybe work at Dairy Queen, possibly KFC, maybe a pawn shop. So that's Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I saw this thing it was to host trivia, and they were looking for well-spoken, you know, educate, you know, well-spoken people, basically anything in the form of complete sentence, right? And so I, are we doing video or just like photo? <laughs> <laughs> keep talking, just keep talking. So yeah, so I was like, so I went to this thing and they, the lady met me and she said, you know, do you want to, you know, oh, she's like met me and she's Australian. She's like, okay, yeah, you can form complete sentences. Do you want to host trivia? And I, the first night I went there. You can form complete sentences. <laughs> that was in Fable, North Carolina. The fact that you can form, form complete sentences is a is that it's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing feat. Fable, North Carolina is like the land that time forgot. So it, all it is is yes. pawn shops, strip clubs, and used car dealerships. Pawn <laughs> <laughs> shop, used car dealerships, strip clubs, dentists that specialize strip in clubs. Clubs. What? Liquor stores. Liquor stores. Liquor stores. Liquor, I have yeah. liquor, liquor stores and pawn shops. And liquor stores, pawn shops, gold teeth, strip clubs, <laughs> that's all Fayetteville North Carolina is. And um, my first night I hosted trivia, I stood up in front of, there was 
10 people there and I was so nervous. I had this yeah. mic and I just had to read questions. And I was, I've never been more scared in my entire life because I was so shy. <laughs> but after the people liked it, they kept coming back. I can't imagine you're shy. I was shy. I was I so know. shy. Ask Pamela. Hey, I have Pamela and Tessa. I'm shy. Pamela, when Pamela and I first met each other in uh, 2011 at our doctoral program, I did not say a word to her for like the first, because I didn't say a word at all because I was so scared. I used to be so shy. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of how we even. Like we even came to share a room. All of us was like three pals in a room, hey. you know, together. In a, in yeah. A room. It was like all about saving money. When you're a doctoral student and you happen to go to the, you know, your face-to-face -face, um, symposium times. Oh man, we was like, okay, we're gonna get picked up. Who's gonna get the car? Who's gonna get the room? And, right. You know, the whole sketchy hotel is for a whole nother episode. The whole sketchy hotel. Yeah, sketchy hotel. Sketchy ass hotels. Sketchy ass hotels. And let's get you hotels on one. Yeah, but so what I want to I want to close. No, we're not. We're, we're going to lead into another. We're going to lead into a. We're going to lead into. We're going to lead into like budgeting and as far as the next thing goes. I want to talk about budgeting. budgeting. I want to talk about something else. Oh, you talk about something else. Yeah, I want to talk about. You know, how do you find the balance? How do you find the balance between your personal life and your professional life? And that brings us into episode two. How do you find the balance?